Hi everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for another exciting commute with the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Good. Hope everybody's having a good drive so far. Uh, last night's news from Disney. Um, concept art has been revealed for the new Spider-Man ride. Uh, as some of you may or may not know, there is a Marvel Land coming to Disneyland's California Adventure Park. And um, also, the same ride is going to be uh, put into Disneyland Paris, although where, I'm not quite sure. Uh, probably their Hollywood Studios, I would imagine. Um, so the uh, attraction is going to be based on uh, a new organization called the Worldwide Engineering Brigade, also known as WEB. Get it? WEB, uh, Spider-Man. I see what they did there. See? Yeah. Um and it's going to allow them to interact with um, iconic heroes. So we don't know what type of ride system it is. From the concept art, it looks like it is a tracked ride. Um, looks like you're kind of in some pods, kind of like the... Uh, they almost remind me a little bit of like the Toy Story mania, like the way they look like they'll move. That's yeah, sort of except, except they look to be like totally enclosed, almost like the Mission Space... Uh, you know, ride vehicles, which right. are really a centrifuge. Uh, I can't tell if that's a lap bar or just it looks a... looks like maybe a lap bar. And it looks like there's glass maybe in front. So I don't know, maybe they're going to like project or images there to make it more, you know, 3D right. or... But they have announced that um, it's a brand new cutting edge, cutting edge interface um, with interactive attraction, a blend of never before seen technology and practical effects. Guests will experience what it is like to have the abilities of a superhero. Um, wondering if this is, you know, Disney has been talking about for a while, a uh, new trackless ride system of the future, kind of like a black box ride where they can change the ride elements out very quickly and not have to take a year and a half like they're doing with the great movie ride to change it into uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Um, so, uh, you know, more information will come. Uh, Marvel Land in California is not expected to open until 2021. No, 2020. For phase one is 2020, um, because 2019 is Galaxy's Edge, 2020 is Marvel Land Phase 1, and then 2023 will be Marvel Land... I'm sorry, 2022. 2020 is Marvel Phase 1, 2022 will be Marvel Phase 2, 2021 is going to be something in Disney World, but we don't know what yet. Okay. All right. Also in um, Disneyland... Uh, standard reservations are now available for Oga's Cantina at Galaxy's Edge. Um, a, I think previously you could only make those reservations day of and in person. Now you can make them um, on the Disneyland app or at Disneyland.com. Um, right now, as of today, you can only make them for the same day. Um, but it looks like when you go when you go to that app, um, you there's a drop down with various dates on it. So you can't actually book those various dates, but they show up. So apparently, you know, you're going to be able to book, um, you know, more days out soon. So that's much more convenient. Very cool. And then um, also, if you're thinking about going to Disneyland, uh, you can save up to 15% on select Disneyland resort hotel stays through September 26th. Um, let's see if there's anything more about that. Uh, 10% on standard rooms and up to 15% on premium rooms um, at the Disneyland Hotel and Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Uh, and that's most days Sunday through Thursday. And spa for now. 
Yeah, I don't know if they're going to actually take the spa out. So um, what Tony's talking about is um, the spa at the um, Grand Californian is set to close. Um, I spoke to our friend Adam about it, though, and he was pretty sure that right now it's being run by a third party. I don't know the name. Of the, is it the Min? Mandara? Yeah, I think Mandara, maybe. What I don't remember the name, but someone else is running it. A third party runs it. So he was under the impression that maybe it was going to close down and reopen. Right, reopen, like being owned by Disney. So um, hopefully there will still be a spa there. Um, but anyway, you can book those rooms. They have to be booked by September 25th. And um, I, most people who are listening to this are mostly our friends, so they probably already know. But... Um, Tony is a travel agent, and he can book these things for you, so you can certainly contact him if you would like to book. Yes. And uh, tonight's chat is going to primarily be about Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, all the news is about Disneyland, so let's talk about Disneyland. Yeah, so that was all the news. Yeah, it's kind of a nice light it's news day. It's a very day. light day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Tony and I uh, went to Disneyland um, back in April for the first time since... Nah, 1999. Yeah, 1999. So there were a lot of changes for us. Um, it was very different. We are people who travel um, at least once, usually two or three times to Disney World in a year. So having not been out to Disneyland in a really long time, um, it was a very different experience. So we just thought we'd sort of run through some of the different like attractions and uh, dining that we uh, experienced and what we thought of them. Uh, being uh, Disney World regulars. Yeah, if, if you're, a, a you know, most of us out on the East Coast, it's just a quick hop, skip, and a plane ride down to Florida. So um, most of us are more familiar with Disney World. But if you get an opportunity to go out to Disneyland, you know, that's where it all started 64 years ago. Um, it's the, the only uh, a park that Walt actually walked around in. Um, and it, it's much quainter. It's smaller. Uh, doesn't have you know the Florida project that was that we now know as uh, the Walt Disney World Resort was built because of the things that happened in California. You know when when the California uh, Disneyland was put up, it was a bunch of orange groves. And if you go down there now, there are hotels up everywhere. You know the entire area was developed essentially because of Disneyland, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, that being said, the, the property has a much smaller footprint. There's only three resorts. Everything is within walking distance. Uh, there's no need for bus transportation because you're literally, uh, we were in the farthest hotel that Disney owns, which is Paradise Pier. And that was probably what, a three minute walk to the back gate at downtown Disney? Right. Yeah. To, to downtown Disney. It's, yeah, it's not far. And even more so, you know, if you're in California Adventure and you have dining reservations in Disneyland, you can leave the park, walk through the center and come out into another park all in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's it, not, it, it's not like Disney World where you have to go to the, go, you know, go to the front of the park, go to the bus, uh, you know, the bus uh, loading area, wait for the bus to come, get on the bus, take the bus ride, get off the bus, go back through security. Uh, you know, we would literally do a ride in California Adventure, go out of California Adventure, cross the uh, Esplanade, right, uh, which is maybe not even the length of a football field long, and bang, you're at the Disneyland gates. You don't have to go through security each time because you go through security once when you get into the downtown Disney area, and their downtown Disney is between the two parks. 
Right, but we're talking from, we stayed in one of the Disney hotels, so we, um, when entering, before we entered um, downtown Disney, you'd go through security. If you are not staying at one of the Disney hotels, you're going to be on the other side of the Esplanade, um, so you would enter there, but again, same thing, you enter, um, you do security once, once, and then you enter there, and, which and is nice. choose which park you want to go to, so from either, from either end, it's very convenient, but from only one end, are you entering through... Um, downtown Disney. Yeah, and and the nice thing about the parks is, you know, they are not carbon copies of each other. There are, you know, every park has uh, their mountain range, you know, whether it be Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, um, you know, there's a Haunted Mansion, and, you know, we're talking about parks worldwide. There are certain elements that are the same, but each park has its own nuances. And, uh, you know, that's what we thought we'd talk about a little bit tonight, is the the differences between Disney... Land and the Magic Kingdom in, in Disney World. All right, so let's run through a few things. So sure. at Disneyland, I was thinking of the things that they have in Disneyland that we don't have in Disney World. And the first one that came to mind was the canoes. Um, it's called the Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes. Uh, we saw it and we're like, well, we got to at least try this. Right. Um, you want to tell them a little about it? Yeah, so the uh, Rivers of America where the steamboat uh, goes around, uh, you know, once again, they have the same thing in Florida, but in California, they've actually got Davy Crockett's, uh, Explorer canoes, which are canoes that are powered by the guests and you paddle your mm-hmm. way around the island. Um, with other people. So it's not a solitary experience. Right, there's there maybe was, what, 12, 12 people. There was what, two to a seat. Cause one to each side. Right. And 60, yeah, it was probably 12, 12 people, so... I'd say between 12 and 18 people. And then you have, you know, a cast member in the front and a cast member in the back. The cast member in the back does the steering. Uh, the cast member in the front pretty much eggs you on. Um, you know, and you're under your own power. This isn't the type of thing where, you know, you're on a track system and this is a simulated canoe paddling experience. You are paddling the canoe, so... Yeah, the kids didn't love all the work. Right. <laughs> they were like, what is this? Um, yeah, very old school. I think it was one of the original attractions, yeah. which is just really neat to me. Right, so. and, and you know, they had things like the, the keel boats that they used to have there, mm-hmm. and uh, a, a lot of that stuff has gone by the wayside just because it's not cool. I mean, even the Davy Crockett connection, people don't know about the old Davy Crockett TV show. Yeah, and, and I mean, the thing about it is it's very labor-intensive. I mean, to have two cast members for, you know, 12 to 18 guests, and you're out there for, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. It, that's that's a lot of an investment um, in manpower. So, and I don't know what happens if the entire boat just you know goes mut- over, mut- no, just mutinies and says we are not going to paddle. <laughs> right, you they know, can be out there a long time. How do they get you back in? Yeah, I don't know, but that was a lot of fun. Um, and then my absolute favorite, I wanted to do it a second time, but the lines were too long. Uh, the storybook canal boats, so cute, so cute. They have. Um, you take this little boat that takes you through the canals and then on the sides are these miniature um, towns, but they're themed. Um, now, I think it didn't used to be, but clearly, but um, now it's there's a little land for each of the Disney movies that's been out. They had, you know, an Aladdin one and... Um, I like you go past the Beast. Alice's Cottage and Cinderella's mm-hmm. Castle and uh, Aurora's Cottage and uh, you go through Agrabah and where else? Oh, we went through Arendelle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all little small-scale representations. And, uh, you know, the ride starts when you go through Monstro, who is the whale from uh, Pinocchio. 
and it's just it's old school uh you know it, it's a long time ride and you know it it kind of partners with the Casey Jr train in Fantasyland and it's just two very neat elements that you don't get in Florida and you know uh once again you know these are just like these classic rides that have always been there they're they're not you know old e-ticket attractions there's no seat belts there's no you know there's no dips there's no thrills but it's just it's fun yeah it's peaceful it's it's just really nice so that's that's one of my favorites um not one of my favorites and i had remembered really liking this from the first time we went but i guess you know 20 years does a whole lot to your uh to your memory was the roger rabbit cartoon spin (laughs) it's terrible it, it was fun. Um, you know, they they have a whole Toontown section in California, which is um, very reminiscent of the, the old section where Mickey and Minnie's house used to be. It was Toontown for a while, then it was right. like Mickey's birthday Starland, and, you know, it's, it's gone through, it, it had gone through some changes over the years, and it was finally removed with the Fantasyland expansion. Uh, but uh, that whole Toontown area still exists in uh, California. Uh, it, it's outside the park. You actually have to go underneath the railroad uh, tracks. Um, and, uh, you know, it's fun. Uh, a lot of people might have seen it recently because, once again, that is where the fight uh, broke out in Disneyland a couple, you know, a couple weeks ago. You know, it just kind of it makes sense that the fight would have broken out there <laughs> because when I was there, I was like, what is this, like Disney ghetto? It's bad. It's run down. There was. It felt like all the other parts of the park didn't feel that busy, but it felt mobbed. It felt like there were people everywhere. I was. I was not impressed. Yeah. I mean, when we went um, in '99, the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin was brand new. Right. So you know, it was like a fresh thing. But now everything there is just. It's just old and it's run down and things need to be painted. Everything just looks washed out. Um, so if you don't have little kids. And you're going to Disneyland, and you don't have a ton of time, you can just skip that land. Wow. All right, but one thing you shouldn't skip is one of my favorite rides in California, and that's the Matterhorn. Uh-huh. Uh, they do have a working Yeti, unlike uh, the Yeti uh-huh. in uh, the... Animal uh, Kingdom, yeah. Animal Kingdom. Um, but uh, this is the world's first tubular steel coaster, and uh, there's two tracks. You go up and through uh, a, re- a recreation of the Matterhorn uh, from the Alps, uh, Walt was a big fan and uh, wanted the Matterhorn uh, in his park. Um, in the old days, when they used to have their uh, Skyway, the, the uh, gondolas used to go through the top of the mountain, uh, but that, you know, that's been closed off after those were removed. Uh, the Matterhorn is the only ride that has moved into uh, multiple lands. Like, it hasn't always been in Fantasyland, it's been in Tomorrowland. Now, did it actually move, or did no, the lands just, just move around No, they just determine it. what... You right. know, where, you know, the new border is going to be the Matterhorn. And now it's on the other side of the Matterhorn. So, you know, technically it's been in different lands, but it's right. been in the same physical place uh, since it opened up. Uh, but it's a, it's a great ride. Uh, it's a gravity coaster, so or mouse coaster, as some people call it. So you go all the way to the top via a lift system. And then it's just a continual series of drops and curves to get you down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, first time we went was not my favorite. I think I got banged around quite a bit. Um because because it is an older roller coaster, it's it's not really a very smooth ride. Um, they've since refurbished it, and there were new cars. I think this time we were side by side. Is it side by side? No, now? it's not side by side. Still back and forth. I don't remember what what it was that they changed. It was a little bit more comfortable. Um, it's still not my favorite. 
but um, you know, Space it's, Mountain and it's California unique. are side by side, right? Um, something that I didn't realize or remember from the last time is that you get wet on the Matterhorn. You do, because they actually use a uh, giant water break, uh, which is nothing more than a large puddle, to help slow you down at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can get, you can get pretty wet on that. Um, one of our favorites the last time we went was Indiana Jones. How'd you feel about it this time? Um, you know... You have this romanticized version of certain rides in your head. And, you know, I thought it was like the best ride ever when we had gone uh, because it's essentially the same vehicle as Dinosaur um, in Animal Kingdom. And it just, it was so much cooler. And I don't know if they toned things down. Like, I, just, I thought there was a lot more fire. Yeah, it felt it's like, it's like, and, and it, it was, was like hotter. Hot. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know if, you know, due to safety regulations, uh, they, they had to tone it down. But, the intervening uh, 20 years since we have been out there, it wasn't as great as I thought it was. Now, it was, that being said, it was still awesome because I think it's a great ride. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't over the top. It right. was good. Yeah, I felt pretty much the same way. Um, Snow White and Mr. Toads. So those used to be in uh, Disney World, no longer. Um, now just in Disneyland, so that right. was kind of nostalgic. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, which uh, scared me when I was a child. <laughs> uh, there's one scene where a train is coming at you, and uh, for some reason that scared me, and I would I would no longer do roller coasters, even though Mr. Toad is not a roller coaster, uh, for the longest time until I started dating Cheryl in my well uh, late 20s. Um, I would not do uh, roller coasters because Mr. Toad had terrified me as a child in Disneyland. I believe the devil is in Mr. It, Toad he also. Is. He yeah. is. And then Snow White, um, again, used to be in Disney World, but um, now it's just in Disneyland. So that was sort of, you know, nice to see again. Mm -hmm. uh, what else do we have? Oh, the Disneyland monorail. So even though they have one in Florida, the one in California is not really a transportation system. Yeah, more just a ride. And but it's outside of the... It's, it does. It starts it, outside it, the park. It has a stop um, out in uh, downtown Disney, and it has a stop in Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool in that it kind of goes through and around the area where the Nemo submarines, <clears throat> excuse me, Nemo submarines are. Right. Um, so Nemo submarines, you were excited for that. Yeah, that was that was very cool. Uh, it's the old Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. It was rethemed maybe ten years ago uh, to be Nemo and Friends. Um, a vast improvement. It's kind of the same technology they use on the Nemo attraction in Epcot. Uh, with some of the projections that they do, but, you know, larger scale because you're in a fleet of submarines. Right. Yeah, it was just kind of cool getting in them and, and going under. And it's just, it's very pretty to look at. It's, mm -hmm. It takes up a lot of space. It definitely it takes up a lot of real estate there, but it's it's pretty. And so. for whatever reason, you know, even though I'm sure the maintenance costs are similar, Disneyland does not have a problem with the maintenance costs. Right. Yeah, I was listening. I listened to another podcast, um, DL Weekly, mm -hmm. and they were talking about um, the 20,000 Leagues ride and the uh, mermaids that they used to have out right. on the rocks that used to have to swim out there and all the problems that they had with the chlorine in these girls' hair and men jumping in the water and swimming out there to them. I thought that was hysterical. No mermaids anymore. No. Uh, the Alice in Wonderland ride, another one that I sort of romanticized. I remembered that as being probably my favorite ride last time. Um, and I got on it, and I it wasn't like I remembered it. I don't. I remembered some elaborate outdoor over a bridge thing in our ride vehicle. I don't know what I was and thinking. The ride does go outdoors. It does go outdoors, outdoors but not the way floor. I thought. No. Um, I still liked it. It's just it's a fun little ride that we don't have in Disney World. So that I mean that was fun. It just wasn't 
what I remembered it. And a lot of the rides in California, especially the rides in Fantasyland, are just classic dark rides where you're on a tracked vehicle and it's just scenes painted from these movies. There's not a lot of animatronics. Uh, you know, there's a lot of black light effects. Uh, you know, but but that's it. Yeah. And no. It was a simpler time in 1955 when people were, you know, going on these, these dark rides. Like, they were so, you know, Alice in Wonderland and... Hey, now, if there's not a hologram involved and a you know 4K display, it's it's not a cool ride. Yeah, these days I think of it as a place to sit with some air conditioning. Right. <laughs> so, um, the Mad Tea Party, which we have in Disney World, they also have out there. It was recommended to us to ride it um, at night by our friend Adam, and that was the last thing we did before we left, and we were glad we did. Really pretty. Yeah, um, at it's, night. it's open air. It's not right. covered. Right, it doesn't have that covering on it. A lot of lights, Christmas kind yeah, of lights. Yeah, really beautiful. Yeah, it's a really great uh, ride to do. Uh, another ride that they don't have in Florida is the uh, Pinocchio ride, mm-hmm. which um, yeah, has some pretty cool effects. It's a dark ride, but it I believe it debuted in the 80s uh, over in uh, Tokyo. Um and so, and it's a fun ride, you know. It seems like a lot of the different rides are in uh, Fantasyland, right? You know, yeah, they for, left for they left reason. a lot of the older rides there, which is nice. Right. Maybe they don't take up a ton of space. I think yep. they try to get rid of the stuff that takes up a ton of real estate right. there. Now, uh, the California version of Pirates in the Caribbean is probably about eight minutes longer than the Florida version, uh, but a lot of that time is the. Uh, the entry to the actual ride because you're kind of going through the blue bayou section yeah, the blue bayou and there's and you've a, got the... a lot of sailing and the queue and um you know while the ride time is longer the rides a little differently the drops a little steeper i believe i don't um, even remember it didn't no, the thing that really drops. made an impression was just the whole scene at the beginning the whole bayou scene which mm-hmm. we don't have in disney mm-hmm. world um other than that i didn't really I was probably too engrossed in the actual time that I was there. Yeah, they they they, they kind of have a section in their pirates that's like the Grand Fiesta tour in Mexico, where you're going through the restaurant. Um, that's the beginning, though. Yeah, yeah. And, but that's, that's what the I'm bayou. saying is right. that's, that's kind of what it's like to get yep. people. Uh, yeah, I mean, did you think better, worse, the same? Which um, one do you prefer? You know, I, I like the pirates in California uh, just because I like to be on the water. <laughs> okay, then. How about the haunted mansion? How did that compare? Um, you know, the building's a little different, different architectural style than the one in, in Florida. Um, building layout's essentially the same, you know, in one of them, the floor, uh, you know, it's just the walls going up and the floor stays stationary. And in one of them, the, uh, actual floor goes down and you're, you're in an elevator. We won't say which is which, mm-hmm. um, figure it out on your own. And, uh, I don't know. I, I like the one in California, but I'm more used to the one in Florida. So I like the outside mm-hmm. of the one in California better. I like the theming there better. Um, the actual getting on the ride, the whole like queue area where you actually board, um, that was kind of not well done in Disneyland. I don't know if they just didn't have the space or... Yeah, I, I, for some reason, like the doors opened up out of the load room and, and it was just like a kind mass of, a mess. of people. <laughs> yeah. And nobody kind of was moving. So I don't know if there was something going on ahead of us. Maybe. It, it just seemed very disorderly. Yeah. But um, but overall, I mean, fairly similar. Yep. Um, small world. I mean, outside... Totally different. Their small world's amazing. Yeah. And then they've got some elements inside where they've actually incorporated 
Disney characters into some of the scenes. Yeah, that's new or what in like the past ten years. Yeah, um, I I prefer. I like the California small world now that rumor has it all the time that, you know, they're going to get rid of it because there's so much real estate there that they're taking up and, uh, you know, the boats are outside and, uh, you know, the building is, is amazing. Um, and in, you know, Florida, it's just, you know, you walk into this nondescript building entryway and they've kind of got the facade built down where you load into the boats to mimic what's going on in California. But California, it's, it's a spectacle. Yeah. I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. Um, how about the railroad? That was your uh, one of your favorites when you were a kid, right? Yeah, their railroad has a couple of extra treats. They, they've got some dioramas on there with dinosaurs, <laughs> and uh, 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 there's like a Grand Canyon section uh, that we actually didn't go through because we didn't go from the... We didn't get all the way around. We didn't go from the, the town hall to uh, Frontierland. We went from Frontierland all the way around, so we missed that one quarter of the oh, railroad. Um, and as a kid, and when I lived in California, I, I loved those dioramas, the dinosaurs. I mean, animatronic dinosaurs in 1971, 72. Mm-hmm. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was the best. It didn't get any better than that. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, their Space Mountain, um, I did it. You know, I don't, I don't generally do Space Mountain because it's dark. And I think, and theirs was side by side. I think that was good for our family where we have some people who are not huge fans of roller coasters. It's kind of nice to have that family member next to you instead of sort of sitting all by yourself if right. you're a little nervous about it. So yeah. other than that, it felt pretty much the same. Yeah. Maybe a little darker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how about the Tiki Room? Um... I don't know. A tiki room's a tiki room. You right. It felt very birds. the same. But I will say that the um, that the setup <laughs> where you wait was better. So mm-hmm. I like that. And their tiki, um, the, tiki the tiki, they call it the tiki juice bar, um, the Dole Whip mm-hmm. station was right there. Right. So uh, our friend Adam talks about always, you know, getting a Dole Whip and bringing it into the tiki room. I think that was even more convenient in right. California than it is. Right. Uh, and I really enjoyed their queue slash waiting area because they actually had the tiki idols right. out and you and could read about the tiki. So and then they'd come alive and like sing. Right. And right. yeah, that was, theirs was definitely, it was a better setup. Yeah. yeah. We liked that. So we have so much more we want to say. Um, sort of like when we did... We talked about the cruise. We've got we're, we've got all these uh, next time ones, um, right. but I think we're getting close to but our time. We're, we're at twenty six minutes, and unless somebody's stuck in traffic, today, <laughs> we don't really we don't really want to go past you know the average commute of twenty to twenty five minutes. So we've done it slightly. Until next time, this is Tony and Cheryl on the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>